What's up, guys? Freedrive101.com. Big Ken here. We are going to talk today about the Trucker Alliance. Now, for those who don't know who the Trucker Alliance is, the Trucker Alliance is a group of mega carriers. The board members are Cargo Transporters, Dupree, J.B. Hunt, KLLM, Knight Transport, Maverick Transport, U.S. Express, and Swift Transport. But those who don't understand that, they are a group of mega carriers, very large group, and they decide they basically put a lot of pressure in uh, D.C. They're the guys behind the ELDs, and they just don't believe that the ELD rules are big enough. So, Trucker Alliance urges electronic logging devices in all large commercial carriers. So, basically what you have is the mega, basically the mega carriers have s- succeeded in getting ELDs almost in every interstate commercial truck. Now the goal is to get them in all interstate commercial trucks. The Trucker Alliance for Driver Safety and Security, also known as the Trucker Alliance, counts some of the largest carriers. I've talked about that already. And basically they want to pressure the federal government to create to require electronic logs in all the exempted groups that are not required to have electronic logs. Their excuse for this is that having electronic logs have reduced uh, violations. It has reduced truck driver fatigue, uh, basically making the interstates 100% safe. For instance, here, since Congress required the electronic logging devices in all interstate commercial vehicles to monitor the hours of service the driver spends behind the wheel, violations are down dramatically. That's not really true. Um, According to the FMCSA, they're down a bit in small percentages. You got to remember, ELDs aren't exactly new, right? The, the, The new thing is the mandate, right? So, so hours of service have been dropping for years. Um, that's just not where guys, uh, put their money in anymore, but which is funny to me because I guarantee you when the founding fathers of all these companies were hiring their first 10, 15 drivers, they wanted them to break every hour as the rules service to create swift, you know, maverick, you know, they didn't care about that back then. And that's that's why these guys get all those billions of dollars, because those old dudes broke the hours of service back in the day. But I guess they forgot about that. Let's be honest. The real reason mega carriers are doing this is because it gives them more control. Right. It also makes sure that you have the same expenses I have and you can't surpass me. In other words, you can't become swift with your drivers driving legal and founding your company like my granddaddy found this company, right? You know, but anyway, uh, so where was I at? Uh, truck driver spend, t- uh, ELDs, um, hold on, I have to start right here. To monitor the ELDs to monitor the hours of service truck drivers spend behind the wheel, said Lane Kidd, the managing director of the Trucker Alliance. Truck drivers no longer have paper logs to manipulate and falsify. That's the part I love. Falsify. No, they don't have these things to falsify. Like, I'm getting 100% of this fucking money. Like, I'm getting 100% of this money. You know, it's funny. I was listening to uh, 
a YouTuber the other day, um, Kenny Chapman. He was talking about how there's two types of, um, uh, um, I, I, think it's, I forgot what it is. It's called, um, it's a rate sheet, okay? I'm probably saying it wrong, but basically it's the sheet that you get when you agree the rate con. When you get an agreement, you're, you're a truck driver, you agree with the broker, you say it's 15 cents a mile or whatever, as just an example, uh, or whatever, say $60 a mile, <laughs> if it makes you feel better, uh, and you get a rate con, right? There's a difference between the driver's rate con and the mega carrier rate con. In other words, the company you work for is rate con. That difference can be a dollar per mile. So in other words, you may be getting, for instance, the example he gave, $1,700, but the company is actually taking $1,000 off the top and then throwing you that $1,700. Basically, right? So this is these are the companies that sit there and talk about, you're falsifying logs. While they ain't exactly telling you you getting that eighty five percent of what we actually give you, not eighty five percent of what the cost of shipping the load is. Yeah. You know, that's why there's the driver rate con and the mega carrier or the company you work for is rate con, right? And that's the same. So when they say things like you're falsifying logs, what sets me off is you make all the money on this shit. <laughs> right? Whether you're an operator, a company driver, you're the one making all the money. Why are you acting like you're not the one making all the money? That guy that drove overnight to deliver that load, he got 30 cent a mile, 40 cent a mile, 50 cent a mile, 60 cent a mile, whatever the fuck that was. But at the end of the day, you're going to make millions. Right? You're going to make the million because you got, you don't get paid off that driver, thousands of dollars off his load, another thousand off the other 80 drivers doing the same thing. Yeah. And, but you act like in these, you know, trucker alliance acts like, oh, those drivers did that and we didn't know and we didn't want them to do that, even though we create a system in all our companies to basically entice you to break the rules. <laughs> the whole system of driving, getting paid not by the hour, but by the mile, being basically driven by the idea of more miles, more money for who? <laughs> It ain't for the driver, right? It was for you. It's amazing how they just get away with this shit. I mean, because this whole thing is, like I said, this whole thing is about creating a more expensive startup cost for new companies. That's all it is, right? Just leaning on new companies, keeping that startup cost high. Anyway, currently some drivers are exempt from having ELDs to operate, right? I'm just kind of drifting through this. Uh, we don't cross the state. If you don't cross the state line, uh, those drivers within a hundred, hundred, hundred miles of dispatch area drivers in certain segments of the industry currently are exempt. The trucker Alliance wants ELDs in every commercial truck, basically kicking up the cost on small, nobody carriers or people that just literally go from one factory to another factory just pointless expense well to support this proposal uh they taught the benefits of elds according to the group 
EODs have already reduced trucker fatigue. How would you know if it reduced trucker fatigue? How do you know that? They always throw this out there, trucker fatigue. Accidents ain't down. They, I, last time I checked, they was up. <laughs> so how do you know it's reducing trucker fatigue? Just pull that shit out your ass. All right. And like you care. <laughs> like, anyway, reduce trucker fatigue. Reduce the hours of service violations. Again, I've never understood this obsession with violations because last time I checked, the government makes its money off our violations. So why would they be excited that they're down? And what at the end of the day, I get why companies are excited they're down. That, that removes an expense for them. Right. But I, I don't understand the sale to the government on that one. Anyway, they claim that the EODs will prevent drivers from falsifying their logs. Again, how you made all your fucking money. Kiss my ass. Anyway, I just love reading that part. I read that part twice just because I just love that part because I just love how you, you, you they just avoid the fact that that's how they made their money. <laughs> right? They just, ooh, I just, I love it. I love it. That's how they made their money. They did not make, they did, Swift and all these companies did not get this big in the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s. They did not get this big running legal. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. They did not get this big. Ask one of the old time drivers. Any driver knows Swift did not get that that accident record they got right <laughs> by running legal. I remember when Swift Swift was in violation because they needed drivers, so they ended up creating this school right <laughs> to train drivers, like many companies do. But they decided they didn't need to test the drivers. They got caught. School got shut down. That was a long time ago, but I just find it really interesting to hear Swift, an organization with Swift in it, talking about rules and regulations. Motherfucker, please. <laughs> anyway, we wrap it up in a good American thing. Here we go. As the Trucker Alliance puts it, ELDs will serve a critical foundation in building the nation's future supply chain, enabling commercial drivers and citizens to maintain quality of life that for all Americans to enjoy. (laughs) What bullshit. They just want to lift the price up for the little guys. That's just cold, man. This is really cold assholes. So I thought this was, uh, there's another story I want to get to though. And then I got to go people probably going to do some stuff this week because there's a lot of stories that came out. In fact, we're going to skim over the swift transportation story that came out this week. For those who don't know, swift stock went down, I believe 19%. And the reason was swift didn't meet its projections. Its projections were lower because its refrigerated division has a shit ton, apparently, of unmanned trucks. They're saying the refrigerated division is losing them a little bit of money. It's not significant. It's not a significant loss for Swift. However, because they didn't meet their projections, they had a dip in stock price, even though they had a small increase in profits. So that night Swift merger is actually going good for them. However, the thing that I thought was odd, <laughs> that I thought was just hilarious, is they this the whole reason it happened is because they they claim that they don't have enough people working their refrigerated account and i can see that being the fact that one you ain't exactly the highest paying carrier out there and two swift transportation 
real refrigerated division is really central transportation. For those who don't remember, and central transportation was some law-breaking motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, they were. They were breaking laws left and right. That was the first thing. When I met a central driver, it was the first time I heard a driver tell me about two log books. <laughs> All right, so hilarious to me, Swift, how you are so deeply concerned about hours of service violations, yet you're a black hole. <laughs> right. When you didn't meet your projections was your refrigerated division. And your refrigerated division didn't meet your projections because you don't have enough manned trucks. Right. And that used to be covered because central transport, your refrigerated division or a big part of your refrigerated division. Right. The company you bought, you know what I'm talking about. That company used to break the hours of service like it was a religion, like it was a religious requirement. It was ridiculous. So I just find that interesting. Yeah, I, I'm just curious. I bet you think the hours of service in the refrigerated division has gotten a little loose. I bet it has. <laughs> oh, the funny part is they keep talking about violations are down. The reason, like I said before, violations are down because we have a better hours of service currently because of the personal conveyance rules. That change eliminated a lot of people who were breaking the hours of service. See, when you fix the hours of service, you fix violations. That's how that works. You fix violations. They don't occur anymore. In other words, when I was sitting in a dock back in the day, when I was a young rookie, <laughs> and I was sitting in a dock for four, five, six, seven hours, and I had to drive over my hours of service because the nearest truck stop was two hours away. Today, I could do the same thing, carrying a load or being empty, coming from a shipper or or consignee. It doesn't matter because the new personal hours of conveyance will allow me to drive to a rest haven. All I have to do is obey one rule. Don't go in the direction that my load delivers. That's it. Now they're trying to say they are putting some more things to that rule as well in the personal conveyance because they want to say if you know where your next load is coming from, you can't go in the direction of that load, which doesn't make, again, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> we don't have truck stops to the point where we can just go any direction. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't work. <laughs> and not only that, just because there's a truck stop nearby doesn't mean it has parking. A lot of times you may have to go in the direction of your load to park. <laughs> FMCSA, you had this correct. Just let us drive to the nearest truck stop. That should be the rule. But anyway, but when you fix those rules, you eliminate violations. That's why they're down. It's not because of these stupid computer logs. And I was reading through the comments. Everybody's talking about, oh, man, what we should do is, you know, they should they should raise up the prices and raise freight and raise. Dude, you know what's funny about the whole I need more money thing? There are car haulers I can name right now who are desperate for people and they paying a dollar a mile, dollar 20 a mile. It's not the money. It's not. Right. It's the fact that the trucking industry is run from the top down is part of the problem. The other part is the population. We are not a population of a 19 year old first job, kids, mortgage, all that. That shit is done. Young people today can work a job, make reasonable money. And if they don't like it, quit. And their kids are not going to starve. And our system, our 
our monetary system in this country is still based on that mindset that you need this check without this check your children will starve i remember one time i called a dispatcher and i i think i told him some i think i was refusing a load for whatever reason and he started talking about your family are going to go hungry your children are going to starve and i was thinking bitch i don't have kids bye click <laughs> Because a lot of companies still depend on that mindset. So anyway, I've been talking long enough, guys. TruckDriver101.com. I'm probably going to put something up for real this time this week, (laughs) if I can get the time. Because when you do local, you don't have a lot of time. (laughs) But anyway, guys, TruckDriver101.com. Got to go. Peace.